Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? Beautiful Monday is today. Uh, yesterday, you may have heard the news about the uh, you know, former Prime Minister Abe and our movement. Uh, the problem seems to be working very, very fine. I think don't worry too much. I think uh, now well adjusting and then we can settle down that. So I, I could hear good news from here and there. Okay, um, yesterday we had a commitment ceremony for Augustine and Maddox Unmi and Rangala couple and Yuki Watabe and Shona Lewis couple at the Clifton Church. It really, you know, full, uh, fully about, you know, the room is very full and upstairs and downstairs. It was really beautiful. Yesterday worship uh, service was, in a word, a melting part of grace. <laughs> Parents shared testimonies about their own children, and each couple gave a message to the participants and the future spouse, and then they signed on the matching form. Then they bow to true parents, uh, the children bow to their own parents. Also, they exchange the gifts. I replaced the someone as a congratulatory address. I gave them benediction prayer and we had a cake cutting together. Yesterday worship service was truly, truly, truly worship and it was a beautiful worship service where everyone experienced heaven i think it is a great strategy i one of the one of the sunday service we are doing this kind of engagement ceremony and then many young people also joining together wow this is a really great example about you know service at the same time our young people also strong our commitment to have the matching and blessing ceremony as well. Today, my brothers and sisters, I'd like to talk about a life of gratitude from True Mother's Anthology Book One. So let's study. A life of gratitude. We must always start each day with a grateful heart. We are gradually aging. All people are very interested in health but the most important thing about health is always living with a positive, happy, grateful heart. When we open our eyes in the morning, we should smile and shout out, today, I am beginning a happy day. It is said that if we do that, all diseases fall away and endorphins are produced. Therefore, we become more healthy and efficient in our work. Humans want to live for eternity, but with the body, we meet a limitation. In the future, our environment might improve and we might live up to 100 or 200 years. In the end, however, we still have to return to our eternal original homeland. True parents, how grateful should you be? It is true parents who called you from Satan's grip. Give you, gave you the blessing, believed in you, 
and said they will bless you so that you can form a lineage of noble, God-centered families through your descendants. True parents do not exist all the time. They only exist within this era. While I am still on earth, you have received all the blessings you can get on earth. If you can throw away your greed, envy, and jealousy and live in gratitude, then every day would be the kingdom of heaven. Yes. True Mother said, we must always start each day with a grateful heart. We are gradually aging. The most important thing about health is always living with a positive, happy, grateful heart. When we open our eyes in the morning, we should smile and shout out, today I am beginning of a happy day. It is said that if we do that, all diseases fall away and endorphins are produced. Then here is a question. It is our task to know how to always have a positive and happy and grateful heart. Even people in the secular world who do not know God's will tell us to always have a habit or a habit of positivity. However, that is not a fundamental solution. If I believe in God as my parents and think of myself as God's child, I can always have a positive mindset. If I believe in God as my father and I believe that I'm, I am the absolute child of God, then everything is absolutely 100% positive. So if you think of and believe in yourself and God, you will have the conviction that nothing is impossible and that you can do anything. However, positive thinking without God is limited and unsustainable. My brother senses is a positive mindset, positive thinking comes from God because God is my daddy. God is my father. God is my parent. In the name of God, I'm the child of God. I can do anything in the name of God. But just only humanistic thinking, I can do it. I can do it. I need to have a positive concept. You surely have a limitation. Anything comes from human beings' idea and thinking, there's a limitation. God, is, God doesn't have any limitation. That's why you need to really believe in that. God is my parent. I am child of God. I can do anything in the name of God. Then how much you have, have a spiritual power, my brothers and sisters. If I think that God is my parents, I am, the, I am his son or daughter, it is like gaining the whole world. So whatever I see is hope and joy. How happy I am that the great being who created heavens and the earth and all things is my father. Believing that I belong to God heals all disease in the spirit body and physical body and makes me happy and grateful every day. In this way, if you get rid of the fallen 
or fallen human, uh, the, get rid of the human fallen nature, throw away envy and jealousy and live with a grateful heart, your life itself will be heaven every day, my brothers and sisters. Human responsibility is to be thankful no matter what uh, adversity, trials, and persecution come. Cain's failure in Adam's family, Ham and Noah's wife's failure in Noah's family, and the Israelites' failure in the wilderness cause were caused by complaints and dissatisfaction. In other words, if the heart of the gratitude disappears, dissatisfaction bound to occupy my spirit body. Despair begins when our gratitude in our uh, lives, uh, you know, uh, uh, the diminishes. A life with less gratitude and a lot of dissatisfaction is bound to always bring indemnity and bad luck. Therefore, when a life of gratitude becomes a habit, my life changes, my partner changes, my children change, and my family changes. You should make it a habit to write a gratitude diary, to always express gratitude. I want to rename the gratitude of the journal, the Shojong journal or Shojong diary. It becomes a habit when you practice at least one thing for three years. The first challenge is to try for three months, then go beyond 20 months, 20, 21 months, and then try to win with three years. Then wonderful miracles will come in your life. That's why, you know, to become good habit, need to really adjust centering on certain time period. I am telling you, my brothers and sisters, we are, you know, every fundoke, we are start to begin, right, with gratitude. This is really key. How can I, my, how my, 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 my life will become the happy life and a grateful life begins from the mindset of the gratitude. Living divine principle, uh, the structure and function of the physical self. Let's start. The reciprocal relationship between the physical self and the spirit self the structure and functions of the physical self. The physical self consists of the dual characteristics of the physical mind and the physical body. The physical mind directs the physical body to maintain the functions necessary for its survival, protection, and reproduction. For the physical self to grow in good health, it must absorb air and sunlight, which are intangible, young types of nourishment, and eat and drink food and water, which are tangible yin types of nourishment. The body has give and take with this nourishment through its digestive and circulatory systems. Good or evil in the conduct of the physical self is the main determinant of whether the spirit self becomes good or evil. This is because the physical self provides a certain element, which we call the vitality element to the spirit self. In our everyday experience, our mind rejoices when our physical self performs good deeds, but feels anxiety after evil conduct, 
This is because vitality elements, which can be good or evil, according to the deeds of the physical self, are infused into our spirit self. We must purify our physical selves through the process of spiritual works. While praying, our members are doing works. We call these spiritual works. Spiritual strength enters like electric energy. Those of you who have experienced this will know. But when high pressure energy enters, an energy stronger than our own consciousness enters. This is the consciousness of another world. When you feel supernatural and superhuman emotions, our fallen physical selves will certainly oppose your original nature and God's original nature. Life in the spirit world is determined by one's earthly life. When we go to the spirit world, we have all of eternity. If you could take action once at the earthly world, you would not be able to help but follow it for all of eternity. Do you understand? Because everything you do lasts forever. You will end up following the results of those actions for eternity. When this happens, you will probably work hard to live your life. But how will you figure out your identity? Have you thought about that? The only way to figure out your identity is through your earthly life. This is only possible while you abide in the flesh. However, you cannot figure it out by centering on yourself. If there was a way to figure it out by centering on yourself, Reverend Moon of the Unification Church would absolutely not have worked so hard for the last 50 years. Yes. True Father says that every physical human life from birth to death and every moment in the spiritual world are recorded in spiritual world and follows them forever. Since any action once done remains forever, it's a consequence of follow forever. And since the spiritual world is an open and transparent world, everyone can completely see each other. The world where things can never be hidden is called the spiritual world. If there are any, or, uh, any wrong mistakes or sins in my life, how can I correct them? Once you leave your body and enter the spiritual world, it is almost impossible to uh, strengthen it out again. There is only one way to fix it. And it is possible only when you use our physical body. Just as the fruit must be attached to a tree in order to grow and mature. The maturation of an immature spirit body is only possible when using a physical body. Once the spirit has gone to the spiritual world after leaving the body, there's only one way to complete its uh, immature self, which is to come down to each, enter the body of the summon owners and grow together. This is the law of the spiritual world and the kingdom of heaven, my brothers and sisters. It is said that no matter how many mistakes you made, 
you repent a lot, have a pure soul, and have a many, many, many achievements on earth, all your mistakes will be covered. That's why what's the best way to really cover my wrongdoing, my mistakes? You need to have a lot of great achievement centering on true love. Then all your mistakes will be covered. But only can solve the problem when, when, uh, when you wear the physical body. You already die and go to spiritual world. You need to come back to the own the earth. You need to searching for someone who you can cooperate with him. No other way. That's why our physical body is very, very important. You know, that's why to not die easily. While we are on the earth, we need to fulfill our portion of responsibility. Our spirit body needs to become mature and then need to become perfect being. And today's youth ministry, uh, one way joyfully keeps the law of the word. So let's study. One who joyfully keeps the law of the word. In the life of formation stage faith, if you keep the law of the word happily and well, you will gradually come to stand in and think about Abel's position. However, those who obey conditionally or reluctantly, since it is Abel's command, cannot exceed the faith of a servant who only obeys commands. No matter what you do, there is no joy if you do it compulsorily or under a condition. Those who gladly keep the law of the word, not because God commands them to keep it, find that as they observe the law of the word, all those things are for their own growth. Because the law of faith is the law of the heart, it always gives freedom to my heart when I do it with joy. Although the law of the mind binds the body, the mind is freed. Our body wants more sleep, more food, and more comfort according to its wishes. But the law of the mind binds the body and overcomes the environment, so we gain freedom. Yes, a life of faith in the formation stage try to obey the law of the world, but a happy heart is not yet well developed. Formation stage faith is simply obeying and conditionally following comments uh, or doing so as an obligation. In a word, it is the same as obeying as a servant when the master commands. We know that we have experienced our, our life of faith, but there is no joy in doing whatever we do if we do so compulsorily, compulsorily or the conditionally. So in order to go beyond formation stage of faith, you need to think and practice all the work for your own growth. Then you will feel a voluntary heart. If I think that I am doing it for my own growth, not because of someone else, my mind will change to having a voluntary attitude. Because of the law of faith is a law of a heart, it always gives a freedom to my heart when I do it with joy. Although the law of the mind binds the body, the mind is freed. You know, according to my life of faith, 
Anything I do something conditionally, unwillingly, reluctantly, I need to pay indemnity all the time. But whatever I involve something with joy, with the mindset of the gratitude, and then my heart is so much free and so much enjoy, my brothers and sisters. That's why we need to really maximum utilize our heart with a happy mind and joyfully and gratefully. Then, 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 uh, then, then, uh, no need to pay the indemnity. But anything you do it by first, conditionally, you know, uh, something you know, unwillingly, then always you need to pay the indemnity. This is my experience. That's why whatever I see something, I need to, I need to do with gratitude and joyfully and thankfully. You know, this kind of mindset is very important. A formation stage, we are doing always something conditionally, unwillingly, because of order I need to do, because of God's word I need to do, because I you know Dr. Young so much emphasizing the one hour EDP reading I need to do, I have to do. There's no balance to your heart. Then easily sleepy and easily really space out, something like that. That's why how can we wealth up our heart? That is the issue always. Okay, continue. Those who gain joy of the heart are not governed by the law of the body. The law of their own mind controls their body. However, those who are dominated by the law itself, saying that it must be obeyed because of the law of the word, have not yet been freed from the law. Those who have a happy heart and are truly voluntary and active in keeping the law of the word are growth stage people. They do not think that the law was made by someone else's order from the subject position, but that the law exists for themselves. Those who attend worship services, tithe, or witness because they are the words and wishes of God and true parents are conscious of and practice the law. So they simply follow the will. That's why those who just obey and follow never find peace in their heart. Yes. When it comes to keeping the law of the world, if you do it because of your heart is happy and do it voluntarily and actively, you will become a believer who has reached the growth stage. A person who does not think that a certain comment or a law of the world to be obeyed was made by someone else's comment, but things that the law exists for themselves is a practicing faith at the closest stage. Joy always comes from voluntary action. Joy is created when you do it from the heart. Of course, everyone starts with conditional faith. However, the reason believers set certain conditions is to overcome those conditions and become a happy and joyful person regardless of the conditions. If we tithe, witness, attend worship service, or keep tradition as an obligation, our inner person will not grow. 
whatever you do, you must do it with a voluntary and joyful heart and invest your 심정 to bring about proud achievements and gain peace and happiness. Next. While doing hundred, some people who are practicing their life of faith at the formation stage level do it with a sense of duty and responsibility that they must do it. They easily get tired and sleepy while doing hundred. This is because such a person does it according to their subject partner's commands, but because they do not have a voluntary heart within themselves yet, their hearts are not evoked. Actually, the law of the word does not try to restrict the body, but tries to give the body freedom, joy, happiness, and life. We can transcend the law of the word only when we rejoice in the law of the word, give thanks, and do so voluntarily. If you are not governed by the law of the word with joy and simply follow it conditionally, you will not have any joy and your faith will be easily frustrated. Then how can you always have a voluntary heart? You need to think that the law of the word exists for me. And you need to think that the law of the world exists to help me to grow. You have to throw away the idea that we do it because of somebody. Also, the law of the world does not try to restrict the body, but we need to believe that it tries to give the body freedom and joy and happiness and life. If I follow the law of the world while rejoicing, it brings the results of the winning over the person speaking to or uh, commending me. If I put it uh, into practice with joy, I can win over the one who commends me. Those who do it out of the sense of the duty can never win against those who practice it with joy. Final slide. Since the Jewish people of the past just consciously followed the traditions of the past, Jesus rebuked them for being people who pretend. Since the Jewish people thought of laws that were traditionally passed down as a simple tradition and ritual, they were unable to gain freedom in their hearts. It becomes like that when you follow the law reluctantly and without a choice. If you also offer sacrifices and observe rituals reluctantly, you lose the purpose of keeping the law. The purpose of the law is to gain freedom, life, wisdom, and ability, not to torment me. Therefore, in this formation stage, I must overcome my own body by voluntarily and joyfully keeping the law of the word. Yes. If we uh, you know, consciously follow the traditions of the past, it becomes easy to simply habitually follow them without any heart. If we just externally follow the traditions, uh, habits that are, are passed down, our spirit easily become dry and we easily become people who are uh, pretend. Therefore, if we keep the law uh, reluctantly and without a choice, anyone easily uh, pretends. 
If you also offer sacrifice and observe rituals reluctantly, you lose the purpose of keeping the law. Our purpose for keeping the law is to gain eternal freedom, life and wisdom, and ability not to be tormented. Therefore, in this formation stage, I must, we must overcome our own body by voluntarily and joyfully keeping the law of the world. This is the way to overcome our formation stage. Anyway, formation stage, you know, sometimes we need to use uh, the, the we need to do by force. You know, it is better still, uh, better doing something, you know, to, to not do anything. But sometimes we need to push my body, right? That is a formation stage, no choice. Formation stage, you need to push yourself. And then gradually, gradually become more internal, become more uh, doing something happily, joyfully with your heart. That is our goal, my brothers and sisters. Yes. Uh, once again, I'd like to mention to my brothers and sisters, this is uh, like a 40-day, our Chongsong period for True Fathers, before True Fathers uh, 10th Songhai anniversary, and many things happen internally, externally. And I also grateful Abe, and he, you know, uh, you know, we you know we he even though he died, I think we really appreciate what he what has done for us, and we really pray for him, and he has a safe journey in spiritual world. So let's pray for him, and especially also we really put our heart and next the you know. Uh, you know, uh, 40 day condition before two fathers attends someone anniversary. Yes, next one is the living testimony. Uh, I'm a living testimony that anything is possible. Today is, uh, you know, one of the, my staff, our sister Yen, and she will share very beautiful and centering on online holy community. Thank you very much. God bless you. Yes, for our living testimony, uh, we like to invite up uh, Mrs. Yen Granada to offer her testimony. So Yen, if you can please unmute and share. Okay. Um, good morning, uh, Dr. Yong. Good morning. Good morning, my dear brother and sisters. So uh, I would like to share my uh, PowerPoint. Okay, uh, we can see, you can see my screen. Yeah, I can see you, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so it's me again. This is my second time giving testimony. So that's my real name, Irene Luz Granada. So the last time I gave testimony a few weeks ago, <clears throat> I shared about uh, how I started my uh, online holy community. And this time, uh, I would like to share with you my uh, heavenly tribal messiahship journey in the Philippines. So I met the church in uh, 1999. Then I uh, became a full-time student, uh, missionary through CARP. Um, <clears throat> so this is the photo uh, in the summer of 2000, uh, when I attended a regional uh, youth workshop in Cagayan de Oro City. I spent my whole college years as a student uh, missionary. Then after I graduated college, 
I volunteered to become a full-time missionary in our region, helping and assisting our uh, regional director in Caraga. Although I was quite busy doing missionary works uh, throughout our region, my heart always wanted to go back home, to share the divine principle and what I have learned from two parents, to my family, uh, my relatives, my neighbors, my friends, the people that I know. I just don't have that courage and confidence to do it. Uh, in 2005, I attended the first ancestral liberation in the Philippines, and I liberated the first generation until seventh generation of my ancestors on my mother's side. So this is me and my uh, cousin, second gen. Uh, fortunately, I didn't have to do my father's side because my spiritual father and my spiritual brother who are also my physical uncles, did all of that. So I am uh, very grateful for that. <clears throat> I had a great spiritual experience during this event that inspires me so much to really share the divine principle. So a few months after that, <clears throat> I organized the first ever two-day divine principle in our hometown. We held this lecture in our very own home. So with the help of our regional director, Ate May Sato, her assistant, Ate Percy Apas, and Ate Faith Batino, she's not in the picture that I, uh, when we took this, uh, she served as our main lecturer at that time. So that, uh, that uh, uh, event held very successful. We did the holy wine after the workshop. So later that year, in 2006, I was assigned as a staff in our national headquarters in the Philippines and eventually became a missionary uh, to the US. So I've gone through leadership training programs. And after this time, I went back again to my hometown and organized another uh, divine principle workshop. This time it's uh, for the youth. Around 90, over 90 uh, young individuals and youth leaders in our hometown participated in the event. community and uh, service projects. And in 2014, I really determined to liberate all my ancestors in my mother's side. So my mom and dad attended the event. And then shortly after this, after the event, we organized our first interfaith peace blessing in our hometown. So this is my mom and my dad as one of the representative couples. And as, it, as you can see here, brothers and sisters, there were only chairs. Not much participants of what we expected. Though it's quite sad to see the response of my hometown during this time. But I'm still very, very hopeful that one day, people will just come and attend the blessing. But late of this year in 2015, great trials and tribulation came, out, came to our family. It lasted for three years. My mom started to get really sick. She's in and out of the hospital, and eventually she died in 2018. And in the same year, my sister died in a car accident. My dad died late of that year or so. So we were all heartbroken and devastated. But I just continued to pray and telling myself everything happened for a reason, and that God have a great plan for me and my family. So in January of that following year, in 2019, I blessed all my ancestors in my mother's side and I liberated my mom, my dad, and my sister as well. 
with the help of my big brother as my representative. So this is him, her, uh, his uh, wife, my niece, and our neighbor, our, my friend. After this great event in August and September of the same year, we mobilized again our hometown. And this time, I was tremendously uh, surprised at the result of the mobilization. We conducted symposium on family values and blessing to each and every small community all over the city. As you can see here, every venue is filled uh, with people. This is the cooperation by the city government, especially the Department of Social Welfare Program in the Philippines. They were the ones who prepared everything we needed for the event, from the venue to the sound system, even inviting people to come and attend the event. Everything is prepared for us. Our team will just have to be there, give lecture, and conduct the blessing. Our regional director, director entirely giving lectures on the divine principle and introduce your parents and the value of the blessing. So this is the venue. Uh, it's what we call Barangay Santarini. This is where my mother grew up and all of her relatives uh, are here. So this is my uncles and my aunties who attended the event. And this is them holding the banner with my name on it. Uh, so this is the Holy Wine ceremony. Yeah, so there were over 800 couples in total who participated and received the blessing within that period of mobilization. Seeing this overwhelming response from my hometown, I am really determined to continue what we started. I know there are still a lot of things needed to be done and many challenges that will come my way, but I'm confident now because of the support of my family and our online holy community. This is not my journey now. This is our family and our tribe's journey. And we will continue to educate and raise up our tribe through continuous education, hondoke, and eventually really make them filial sons and daughters of our heavenly parents and true parents. This is a lifelong mission for us, and we are committed to fulfill our mission given by our true parents. Our tribe is our own responsibility. I do believe that all these things happen because of God and true parents, and also really the cooperation of the spirit world and our good ancestors. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to thank my spiritual family and my physical family. So this is my spiritual father and my spiritual brother, June Granada, and Felicito Granada, my whole family and my tribe, my online holy community, uh, for all their support. Because every time I initiated the project, for the sake of the providence, they are always there to help me. So I felt so much uh, love from them. And also, I am very grateful for the efforts and dedication of mobilizers in our region, headed by our regional director, Percy Apas, and also to our elders and our national leadership, who laid so much foundation and sacrifices for the success of the Philippine Providence. And of course, this were all possible because of the leadership of our beloved Dr. Yong, who served as a continental director in Asia at that time. So brothers and sisters, uh, let me close this by saying that we have great hope here in America. As Dr. Young leading the Providence, we can see the bright future of this country 
Let us unite and believe that doc with Dr. Young's leadership, we can bring what I call blessing wave all over this great nation of America. Thank you so much. So uh, now the Yen, um, you already uh, uh, horizontally completed for the 30 couples blessing, right? Yes, Dr. Young. And then about the about your ancestor ancestor case. Yes, Dr. Young. Mm, so then you go one of the you're going to become uh what is that candidate of the Chambo family, right? Yes, Dr. Young. <laughs> Problem is you need to receive no no, no no partner yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. So now, you know, every day after Fundok and uh, you are doing online holy community, you are your members, right? Yes, yes, Dr. Young. Okay. So now, so far, every day, every day, how many people are joining your online holy community? Around 20 to, yeah, around 20, uh, Dr. Young. Oh, you need to expand more about asking yeah, yeah. In the, your, the online holy community, all right? This is one of the great examples about online holy community. Yes, okay, thank you so much, Yen. You did great job. Thank you.